In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. Betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Every week as we prepare to receive Holy Communion, we join our voices with the crowds who lined Jesus' route into Jerusalem. We sing the same words of praise. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. The crowds hail Jesus with the royal salutation, and so do we. We exalt Jesus as our heavenly King, as we ready ourselves to approach his altar. As we read on in the Gospel of Luke, a dramatic shift occurs, and we hear the masses shouting something shockingly different. The crowds who praise Jesus as the one sent from God now call for his crucifixion. Crowds are fickle. But it wasn't only the crowds that turned on Jesus. One of his closest followers, Judas Iscariot, who had seen Jesus' miracles and experienced his teaching, betrayed him to the authorities. St. Peter himself, who promised to follow Jesus to his death, the rock on which Christ was to build his church, denies his Lord three times, Woman, I know him not, Peter says. The rest of Jesus' disciples scattered on the night he was arrested. The theme of betrayal runs through Holy Week, and it's a good time to reflect on how we, who confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, turn away from the one we worship, how we too betray the Son of Man with a kiss. We may be tempted to think that we are not like the fickle crowds who tell ourselves that our love isn't so unstable. We wouldn't betray Christ in his moment of need. We would stand up for the Son of Man and boldly proclaim his name. We may marvel at how one mouth could exclaim both, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, and crucify him in the span of days. But how often do we begin our week in honest praise and contrition, singing the exact words of the crowds, and end the week sullied by our many sins, living a life that betrays the one we follow? We too turn away from Christ, and often knowingly, If we don't find ourselves in the crowd calling for Christ's death, we have not grappled with who we really are. As Christians, we have been imprinted with God's name in baptism. We are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism isn't just a nice ritual that builds solidarity. 
when we are baptized, our very beings change forever. Theologians call this an ontological change. You could imagine your soul as warm wax being stamped by the Father with the seal of Christ and hardened with the cool wind of the Holy Spirit. In baptism, we are eternally imprinted by the Creator and commissioned to bear his name to the world. One writer observes that God binds his name and reputation to us. Whether his name is praised or blasphemed depends on whether we bear his name with the weight it deserves. It's a weighty responsibility to bear the weighty name of God before the world. It doesn't take a great deal of introspection to realize that we continually betray God's name before the world. If we confess to be Christians and lead a sinful life, we betray the Lord's name. We give the world a counterfeit. We fail to reveal God's love and mercy, his beauty, compassion, and justice, his grandeur and power. This is a harsh reality to stomach. It turns out that we are not so unlike the crowd calling for Christ's crucifixion. Too often our lives are lived as if he were dead. But there is hope. Even though we repeatedly fail the one we worship, God never gives up on us and he chooses to continue working in and through us. Nowhere is this made clearer than with St. Peter. Shortly before Jesus' crucifixion, St. Peter promises him, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. Not only does Peter fail to follow Christ to his death, but he fails to acknowledge that he even knows Jesus. Three times he denies his Savior, the one who called him to walk on water. Peter's denial of Jesus does not render him worthless to the purposes of God. The penitent St. Peter becomes the rock on which Christ builds his church. The church of God is built by those who scattered, by those who betrayed Jesus. This is good news for those of us whose lives of faith are marked by sin, failure, and betrayal. God has chosen to work in and through us, his fallible followers, to bring the message of salvation to the world. We are his chosen instruments. As St. Paul says, God is always rich in mercy, even when we lie dead in our trespasses. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.